0: third 2023 and colony is upon us. if you have not heard about colony yet, you've either been living under a rock or you just haven't been on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> but earlier this week the parallel team did their first stream of the colony game. So if you don't know what colony is, uh, it's a AI LLM game. it's a passive game that you interact with and you influence your AI avatar to act, uh, but they act autonomously based on their memory and their biography. So uh, the stream was a 48 hour stream and uh, you can check out more information about it in Parallels Discord and in their Twitter. And it's uh, it's pretty exciting. Um, it was interesting to see how the characters interacted with one another, uh, what they did. I know I tuned in for a little while and I was, I was just like, you know, watching the the icons move around the screen and uh, watching some of the, the players, the human beings interact with the materials and the items that the, the characters uh, acquired more on colony to come soon, but uh, a pretty exciting update from the parallel team and, uh, a pretty exciting uh, one of those unknown things that nobody knew. Parallel was working on uh, prior to the launch of the TCG. Following that, we've got avatars coming soon. So there's been a lot more teasing of avatars, different factions. They went through every single one: Augenkor, Marcolian, Shroud, Earthen, Cathari, and they're um, teasing uh, each. Uh, faction. So, if you want to check out what they might look like uh, when you go to claim your avatar or mint your avatar soon, um, you can check those out. As a Shroud Maxi, I, you know, obviously I'm partial to those, but I will say the Thog and Core are looking pretty stout too. And some of the Earthen ones were like, I might need to get one of those. So, there probably will be some activity on the secondary markets. Uh, the other thing to to note about avatars is they will be used in Colony. So uh, I just talked about Colony, but the, the avatar that you uh, acquire here soon uh, can be used in the game, which is pretty exciting. In terms of what's going on in the real world, the Parallel team and some Echelon team members went to the 3XP conference earlier this month, and got to interact with the entire Web3 gaming community. Uh, there were a lot of really cool uh, interactions that the team had uh, on the floor. You know, I talked to multiple team members. Many people were excited to actually get to play the game, like mess around with uh, parallel TCG on the floor and then talk really about what the team is, is planning on delivering uh, the rest of this year. Specifically, Koji and Ali Straza commentated while a few uh, folks played games on the main stage. They did a uh, Twitch stream, and that was broadcast out. I think it peaked at around ten thousand viewers uh, concurrent viewers. So that was interesting to see. Hopefully, we we see you know five figure, uh, maybe six or seven figure viewerships here in the years to come. Uh, switching gears a little bit uh, and moving over to some Echelon updates, the shielded voting proposal passed uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, and just for those of you that don't remember, the a vote determined if the future community votes, like the shielded vote, would use the um, shielded feature in Snapshot. So what that does is it hides the live results so that... Um, the vote counts aren't revealed and they are only visible after voting has concluded. Um, so that passed. So thanks again to the community for showing up and uh, meeting quorum and getting that through. Uh, the next item uh, to talk through is the chain safe proposal. So a lot of, uh, of work and thought went into the chain safe proposal and the grant proposal was passed uh, again, a couple of weeks ago. So what is it? Well, it's a grant proposal to build uplink, a web application for the Echelon ecosystem. Two main things to come out of this or to expect out of this are one, a marketplace um, and two, uh, the bond system. So a lot more to come on that. Hopefully we see some updates from the team as we move through the development process. And hopefully, um, as we near beta at the end of July, uh, those tools are ready to go for uh, everybody to be able to use. I'm sure there's a lot more uh, to it than just that. That's easy to say, right? Uh, (laughs) We're going to have to run a few development cycles, but it's an exciting um, uh, step in the process to get the the proposal approved and uh, to be moving towards that goal of building more tools for the ecosystem. And then lastly, but not least, in line with the guest that I have on today's show, there was a recent tweet thread by one of my fellow EP's uh, name. And uh, he walked through an 11 part thread on why he's a parallel TCG maxi, uh, or just rather a parallel maxi. There were lots of interesting anecdotes through the thread. I encourage you to go check it out yourself. Uh, but he talked through the upcoming games, uh, the foresight in terms of building out the visuals and the completely rigged pieces, call back to the incredible ETH volume that the team has uh, uh, accrued over the years on OpenSea, Uh, hyped for the 3XP events, and uh talking through avatars, the colony update, and the comic. So um, all of these uh, these items you know roll into beta and the exciting work that parallel' has been doing, and we're seeing a lot of um, hard work from the team really come to fruition uh, from over the last two two and a half years. So uh, with that, uh, Kind of a spoiler, but today I'm happy and excited to welcome on somebody who's well known in the community, who is now an EP, uh, who is somebody that I work closely with now as an EP. It's none other than Name. Name, how are you doing?
1: Hey, Sean. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm doing good. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for the introduction.
0: Welcome. I. Um, I know we we had talked about doing this a little while ago and then and then we got very busy so <laughs> I'm happy that we actually are uh, taking the opportunity and taking a little bit of time to do this now because uh yeah things have been very very exciting for us in our first uh three months
1: for sure for sure no this has been long overdue i uh, actually remember that we had this talk about uh, just right before the elections, per- perhaps even a month or or a couple of weeks uh, before the elections. Um, and then we we were just busy at that time; it couldn't happen. But but uh, yeah, it's been super exciting, and I'm so happy that it's uh, it's happening now, though.
0: Well, and you know me from our from our work together. I'm a planner, right? So I was trying to get ahead of the curve and plan out the calendar to see when we could chat. <laughs> uh, that's that's my nature.
1: Yes yes no, yeah, Sean is a planner for the <laughs> I can't say this without so for, for those who are listening uh Sean is is the de facto planner uh, in the in the group of <laughs> in, in the echelon group and and we we we're, we're super glad we're super happy that you know he's he's doing it um and it's it's really important obviously it's really important uh, it does mean that he has to chase uh, some of us at some points uh, for for certain things, but <laughs> but it's good, it's good. Thank you for doing oh. it, John. <laughs>
0: well, hey, you're welcome, and also uh, enough about me. Let's talk about you. This is uh, you're our honored guest here on the primetime pod. So um, let's talk about your background. I know you you know the community knows you pretty well, but um, there's probably some stuff they don't know, and and maybe some broader generalizations you can make that. Will help uh, kind of get to know you as yeah, uh, an yeah. individual. So, like for example, I I know that you've you've done a lot of consulting. You've got a lot of great marketing experience. I'm seeing that firsthand um, at echelon. Uh, but tell tell us about your your background, and you can be as general
1: or specific as you like. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I have uh, I've done a lot of different things. Sometimes I forget. Uh, A lot of them as well so for example I have studied law I was a student of law Um, then I have taught law as well I have taught uh, in general as well um, at at the university level uh, as a as a as a visiting uh, staff uh, on the weekends while I was working um, uh, in the content marketing uh, field and I've been I've been in the content space predominantly for I'd say more than a decade probably 13 to 14 years, um, so mostly a lot of my experience has been marketing. But I also quite enjoy the the learning experience that comes with new uh, activities and such, and that typically means that then I end up having uh, you know learned things that I try and then you know oftentimes. Uh, you know, learning things and attempting them opens up doors to new things, and oftentimes I find myself in in different industries and spaces. Uh, predominantly within tech, to be honest, but just generally different departments, let's say, or different specialties. Um, so I've, for example, worked with developers, graphic designers, I've done some graphic designing myself. I've worked um, um, in companies, for, for, so for example, data companies. Um, so, so there's a lot of variety there. I have uh, been in the content space for that, but also in the crypto space since 2013. Um, that's when I when I first uh, bought bought bitcoins um, on wow. uh, the the game uh, that was called Second Life. And I think, to be fair, I think a lot of the people from that time, 2013 around, they got their coins from Second Life. Um, because if if people who remembered uh, who remember playing it or played it at some point, they would know that. Second Life had an in-game currency called, or still has uh, an in-game currency called Linden Dollars. Uh, and I'll stop here to say that Second Life was ahead of its time for sure, 100%, because I'm talking about, you know, this was, this was, our, this, I'm talking about getting Bitcoins in 2013, but this, the Second Life had been around for, for years by then as well, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And the, the Metaverse concept that we, uh, you know, recently discussed in the last couple of years with Facebook and, and, and Mana and, and Sandbox and such, um, they, the people at Second Life were doing it way uh, ahead of their time, and um, they are doing it super well. So, for example, people who've played the game would know that, you know, you, you essentially have avatars, and you enter the virtual uh, spaces that they've made, and people can hang out, and there's spatial audio in the sense that... Um, your avatar, if your your avatar is talking, essentially you're talking in a microphone, then people uh, can hear you, and your sound is coming from uh, the direction of uh, your avatar in relation to their avatar, and okay. yeah, and and the volume of uh, of your sound is also uh, in relation to the distance between your avatar and their avatar. So. What that meant was that if you're standing in a common area, so they had common areas where, you know, people would hang often, you know, 50, 40 people in one common area. And there were like tons of common areas, like you could skip between them and everyone, every place had their regulars and, you know, people would come and hang out there just like Discord, except this was the metaverse and, you know, people were talking Uh, in in their mics and it was like, you know, being in in the restaurant. So, for example, you know, if you're talking to somebody because their avatar is standing close to yours, uh, they would hear you uh, just fine. But you would also hear the hustle and bustle of other people who are talking around you, even if they're because they're in the same space as you just, you know, their avatars are farther away from you. So it was quite an amazing uh, experience uh, at that time. And and people loved it. People really enjoyed it. And the fact that you had a creator economy within the game, because you could have, you could actually build 3D assets and you could, uh, for example, build uh, shoes and jackets for your avatars and glasses and bikes and cars and houses and everything literally. Um, And people got paid in, uh, people would would transact in the the in-game currency, the Linden dollars, like I said. Uh, But uh, they, because they were in-game, people would at times uh, buy and sell them in exchange for other currencies. Uh, but that was not very feasible until Bitcoin came around. So I remember that I had, um, a ton of Linden dollars from, from different things. You know, I, I'd been, I'd been also building, uh, you know, cosmetics and such. Um, so I had those. And then I just one day ran into somebody who said, you know, have you heard of Bitcoin? I was like, no, he's like, I've been mining them. I have two of them and I'll give you one for a hundred dollars worth of Linden dollars. And nope. uh, I said, okay, man, that's a, that's, a, <laughs> that's a lot of money for internet magic money, but I'll take <laughs> it, I'll take it. And he gave me one Bitcoin. And then I, I went uh, away from that and I researched it a lot. And then I looked into it a little bit more. And then I figured that, you know, this is something that is interesting. Um, mostly the fact that it was decentralized and you know, the fact that you could use it regardless of regions and region locks and, and geography. And that was the biggest uh, pull mm-hmm. for me. So then I think about a week or two later, I went back to find that guy because he wasn't really a friend of mine. I had stumbled upon him in one of the spaces and I kept looking for him and I found him again Um, and uh, I DM'd him and um, I asked him for one more. And he said, I'm not going give, to uh, give it to you because, you know, mining them takes a lot of time and I only had two and I gave you one and I just have one more. And I'm mining mm. another one. And it's going to be a while. And I said, please, just you know, like I'll pay you a little bit more, um, but you know, I, 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 I really want it. And then he reluctantly, but eventually, gave me a second one. Mm. Um, but after that, he just uh, he, I, he, I never saw him again. To be fair, so I don't know uh, gotcha. where he went. Yeah, yeah. So that was essentially. Uh, sorry for the long, <laughs> long-winded uh, anth- no. answer to your question. Um, but that's how I got involved into into crypto, and then um, I remember uh, Bitcoin going at around thousand dollars or eleven $1, hundred dollars mm-hmm. after I got them, and then you know you just you're like, wow, what what's happening? It's just kind of unbelievable, right? <laughs> yes. And then it fell back to like three hundred or two hundred again, and then everybody uh, around me who knew, uh, so firstly when I told people that you know I found this you know this new thing it's called bitcoin whatever they're like man this is like you know so it's so fake and whatever you know like i don't know yeah i didn't find a lot of uh, support some people were genuinely curious though there were people who were curious but people didn't didn't believe it was going to amount to much anyways sure. um when it went to a 1000 dollars then you know those people were, were asking me hey so you know are, are you gonna sell <laughs> and i was like nope and then when it back to when it b- went back to 300 those people were like see we told you uh, you know this is not gonna work and this was a this was a scam thing anyways, and I was like, sure that's fine and i uh, to be honest, I forgot about it after that for about for a while i I, I didn't trade and such and um, but luckily I had created a a, a proper wallet um, nice. so they had stayed there for a while um, it was later after a couple of more years uh, that I actually started uh, um, doing it again I think i I bought Litecoin at some point. I bought Ethereum at some point um, when Ethereum was about $30 or so. I I didn't participate in the ICO, but I remember just Ethereum being $30 or so and Litecoin being $4 or so. I remember just those prices. I can't remember the year exactly. But yeah, so that was my my foray into crypto. This my start of crypto uh, journey. so since uh, then uh, can i continue or do, should i pause here no no
0: this is fascinating i love it i right. love it i didn't right. i didn't know this story until now this is great
1: yeah 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 thank you uh so so yeah so that was the start of it and then um a couple of years later uh when crypto started to be popular again i think that was the end of 2016 or the start of 2017 um you know, mm-hmm. people were really talking about it again. And then, you know, I had, by th- at that time, I had Litecoin, Ethereum, and Bitcoin. and um, But they were on an exchange that eventually um, had a hack and they lost a big portion of the customer deposits. And But luckily what they did was they gave everybody a haircut. I remember that. And uh, you could withdraw a certain a percentage of your holdings. And I did mm-hmm. that uh, and I left that exchange. And then uh, after that, obviously, you know, there was they've been many exchanges that have come and gone, and some of them are still here, uh, but they stopped serving um, various regions and such. Sure. But the other thing that then I started uh, essentially was in 2017 I started uh, exploring crypto media because I had content marketing experience, and so this was like a a, a good um, you know, entry uh, for me as well, because I was interested in the space. Uh, I had some experience and knowledge as well, as much right. as you can have in a couple of years, to be honest. I mean, when people say they're they're blockchain or crypto experts, they're, they're literally just saying they've been doing it for two or three years, to be honest. <laughs> and, and as we all know in, in our careers and our studies and such, you know, you can't really be an expert in two or three years uh, uh, because I, I, at least for me, I mean, you know, expertise come from experience as well. It's not just knowledge. Yeah. So experience yeah. takes time, right? So, but yeah, I started uh, with crypto media. Then, uh, then I was fortunate enough to work with with a lot of the people that are uh, still in the space today, and some of them have gone on to lead various departments in top crypto media, whether it's Coin Coindesk. Coin um, I've I've had the the uh, privilege of working with very talented people from from literally all across the media space um, nearly every publication uh, and it was it was a, it was generally a a very different experience compared to content and content marketing uh, the typical uh, in typical industries okay. um, why do you say that because uh, you know once you get into it you realize firstly uh, the expectations here are very very different yeah. uh, and so for example, People who come from traditional content or journalistic backgrounds, uh, I think, in my view, they, you know, they have, uh, they're very strict about, you know, following the rules and and making sure, of, you know, of things such as journalistic integrity and so on. But yeah, within the crypto space, because I feel there is so much, uh, you know, incentive uh, on, on the mm-hmm. monetary aspect, the financial incentives are there that people are willing to kind of, you know, blur those lines a little bit. Um, so in my time in crypto media, I, I you know every day you would get inquiries from from projects who just wanted you to to write about them without, for example, labeling that this is a paid post and such, and right. and they would pay they would pay really really good money money you would not typically expect um, in traditional you know uh, journalistic uh, media or even even content so for for that matter. Um, so the expectations were were were, were definitely different here and from all aspects whether that was that was the financial aspect or the you know or, or the kind of quality and rules uh, that people uh, were expected to follow um so but luckily like i said so some of the some of the publications that are at the top i think the, the reason they've managed to stay relevant and, and and survive you know these ups and downs in the last few years uh, is because they do value you know uh, integrity and and journalistic practices uh, to a good level. And I think that's really important uh, for for any kind of content. You know, content has to not just be entertaining. It it has to, you know, oftentimes uh, give some value. But more importantly, I think it it needs to be reliable when it's uh, uh, relevant to, you know, something that, um, that disseminates information.
0: Yeah, it sounds like the reliability and the consistency um, make them sustainable enterprises that can stand the test of times, whether sure. it's bull or bear, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. What the market's doing.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's, now that you bring it up, you know, the bull and bear part, the sad fact is that most companies, most companies, most projects, uh, you know, they're, they're running very dry in, in in bear markets in bear phases I would say very very dry even the top ones you know it's it's very dry because uh, the influx of, of, of funds and such are very reliant on the market being bullish um, and when it is bearish everybody literally just just you know just steps back and, and people step away and you, it's very hard to find sponsors and advertisers um, so kudos to companies i think and projects that have continued to build within bear markets and have continued to survive and stay i think i think those people definitely had their priorities straight and uh were, were sensible enough to kind of you know manage it through these ups and downs i don't think there, there's tons of companies and people and projects who have not managed to make it through
0: yeah at being responsible and trying to think a couple of years ahead um Sometimes, if you don't have the experience, like you alluded to before, you, you can have the knowledge, but if you don't have the experience, you're not you're not going to be equipped to stick around.
1: Oh yeah, totally, and and like we see in the crypto space, right? I mean, I was talking to a, a friend on Discord uh, the other day, and <laughs> we we're just talking about the fact that everybody, almost everybody fumbles uh, you know their the their first uh, bull market <laughs> yeah. and then they still often do it in the second bull market. It's only now that you know a lot of people are like you know what the next time is going to be different um, so <laughs> it takes it takes some experience. let's see if the next time is going to be different or not but but you know even with 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 having knowledge of the fact that you know uh, things are markets you know go up and down people still um, you know uh, forget that in the moment.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, okay. So so we've gone down this path, but it sounds like, you know, getting into the crypto space started with um, video games and now um, bringing it back to the video game that we both are excited about, Parallel. So you have arrived here in the community, you're an EP now, but when did you first find out about Parallel?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's also very interesting. So I, uh, one of my colleagues at one of the uh, companies that I was working and he's also in crypto media and he's, he's, I think, one of the uh, top uh, positions in terms of being, uh, you know, editors and chief editors and such. I think he's one of those uh, for one of the top media um, companies right now. So when I was working with him, um, he he, he was big into NFTs in, in 2021. And he mentioned Parallel in one of our team calls. And he said, guys, you won't believe it. You know, this is like an amazing project. And I've been following them for a while. And uh, he actually had a, he pulled a Catalyst Drive in Pack (laughs) Drop (laughs) 1. He pulled a Catalyst Drive in Pack Drop 1. He was over the moon. I, at that point, I honestly, I had no clue what a Catalyst Drive is or, or what it is. I just knew that when he showed it to me, I thought the art was really cool. And I was like, wow, this is like super clean, super sci-fi, sure. you know, I love to follow it. And then he would obviously update us, you know, every other day, you know, this is how it's doing, this is how it's doing. He was very excited, understandably so, about the Catalyst Drive in, in, in Pack Drop 1. Um, and I think he, he, he did sell it for... Uh, for a considerable amount of money i would say i'm not entirely sure if it was the top or not but he, it was a considerable amount of money far uh, far more than you know you would expect from from somebody you know who uh, from a, from a from a from a from a random mint you know it was it was definitely a very big um sure. a, a big big mint for him as well for anybody to be honest uh so when he uh, you know talked about it, it you know it, it Obviously, you know when when somebody uh, talks about it, and then you, you had, they have a win of this kind of magnitude, you are definitely intrigued and you want to look into it. Um, and I looked into it at that point, but I didn't quite understand it. To be fair, uh, it, it was very complex. It had, a, as we know, you know there are many layers to it, and it's a, obviously it's a card game, and and these uh, you know, NFTs are cards, and uh, it's it's kind of for for a first timer to understand. Um, the difference here in, in terms of let's say rarities and card types and factions, it can be a bit overwhelming. So, I looked at the collection, I saw what it was, I liked the art, that was the main thing. The main thing was, I just thought to myself, the art looks really good, uh, it's super clean, it's sci-fi, I like all of those things. Uh, let's uh, let's just keep an eye on it. So I kept an eye on it, I he had told me, my friend had told me that Pack Drop 2 is going to come out and you guys have to participate. Uh, so I was ready for pack drop two. And when pack drop two happened, I, I tried to participate, but there was that infamous captcha issue where the captcha would yep. load for a lot of people. So I was one of them. I missed out on that. And I remember sending a parallel a Twitter, uh, a message saying, guys, you know, I was really excited. I was really looking forward to it, but I missed out because of the captcha. And whoever manages it, I think now we know that it's probably either, you know, it's a couple of the the wardens and such. Um, mm-hmm. And so one of them responded back saying, we're sorry to hear about that experience. And, you know, we hope that, you know, yeah, you'll try again next time. So then I stuck around for pack drop three, actually. Uh, and then I participated in pack drop three. And this time I was better prepared than last time. Um, and it went really well, uh, Pack Drop 3, in the sense that I, I managed to get, you know, uh, managed to get in, managed to get uh, a lot of different packs. Um, so that experience itself was so memorable that, you know, the, you, you like the art, you like the, the sci-fi uh, you know, aspect of it, and then you uh, participate in a Pack Drop. I think that kind of seals the deal for most people from an uh, experiential point of view, let's say. It's quite unparalleled, uh, pun mm-hmm. somewhat intended. But it is it is quite unparalleled. To be fair, it, it is quite an experience. I think that's uh, one of the things that I also pointed out uh, on Twitter, and I often do, is the attention to detail um, from the parallel team uh, in terms of creating experiences that are memorable. There truly are memorable experiences, uh, and I oh, think sure. anybody, yeah, and, and I think anybody who who participated in these drops can attest to that. Um, so that was that was essentially how I found a Parallel, and then I had Pack Drop Three, and then I remember I pulled a, a Gambler's Coin uh, FE uh, edition, and uh, I quite liked it, and it was it was a super card. Obviously, it's a legendary card, and it was it was a big uh, win for me, and I was quite happy.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. That um, story of your friend pulling the CD—that's one of those stories that you know everybody dreams of, right?
1: I know. Right. I know. No, it was, it was, it was, it was massive, man. It was massive. I, he, 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 I think he was obviously over the moon as well. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, it's, uh, it was a story that all of us, uh, you know, were kind of awed by and we were like, wow, we have to look into this, you know? So it hmm. was quite cool.
0: Well, and then, so PD3 happened and, um, I think things really like kicked up, um, obviously you were super duper active in the discord, uh, you know, sharing, talking with people, joking around you, you know, sending your patented gifts of, uh, from the office (laughs) of Michael Scott, which by the way, are you, are you a fan of the office? Have you watched it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I watched it a couple of times. Uh, uh, I think it's an amazing show. It's one of the best. Um, It really is. I, yeah. And uh, obviously, you know, uh, (laughs) the thing is, it got me through some of the times that were um, that were, let's say, I needed some uh, some uplifting. So so that's uh, even more memorable for me. And Steve Carell's performance uh, in The Office is just amazing. You know the, the way he brings the character, uh, he adds so many small nuances to it. Every you know expression, uh, every you know uh, you know kind of like the, the the way he delivers those lines. I think he did a fantastic job over there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely a fan. Yep. Yep.
0: Awesome. I love to hear it. Uh, yeah, he, that is a (laughs) masterclass from him. It is. It is. So you were part of the community, you've been very, you've been making lots of relationships with people. You got the most votes for, uh, as an EP this, this, um, this time around. So what made you want to join Echelon? Uh, was it, was it the community? Was it, uh, the opportunity, you know, what, talk about that for a little Mm -hmm.
1: bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So funnily, and I think I've seen that enough in my life now, is that oftentimes the uh, when you do something that you enjoy and you do it a lot, it often ends up in something that is good. Um, so when I initially joined the community, I honestly had no idea about Echelon in the sense that, you know, their elections and such and whatever happens over there. It was only after spending a bit of time that I found out about Uh, you know, EPs, and, and, you know, managed to talk to some of them, Uh, you know, so, so for example, Meta and Cold, for example. Um, So that Mm -hmm. was in the the early days, but I really had no, uh, not a lot of idea, let's say, of how Echelon works and what it does, and even for the elections, I honestly did not know when the next ones are going to be and so on. Uh, I was focused mostly on the cards and the pack drops, and um, the community, I would say, I would like to give a, a lot of credit, obviously to the entire community. I think, especially at the time that I, I joined, I think it's a mix of a couple of things. So like I said, I was mostly active after pack drop three and pack drop three was around the time when the market was also kind of, you know, going into a lower phase uh, and also, uh, you know, people people were, were not as excited or enthusiastic about different things and NFT projects in, in general. Um, and after that, there was a bit of a dry spell between pack drop. Let's say from pack drop three to even, you know, the last pack drop. In, in, in general, in the market, and we're still kind of uh, seeing that. You know, it's, it's yet to recover uh, from mm-hmm. those highs. So, the time that I joined the community was, I would say, the 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 active people were were not a lot uh, in that sense. I'm sure that there were a lot more active people in the in the bull market in the peak. Uh, at, the, at that time, but when I joined, there weren't a lot, but that also meant that the people who were there were the ones who I would say uh, were, were ardent and uh, they were very welcoming and they were very warm. And, you know, the, the main thing is I still remember, uh, you know, I did ask a lot of questions when I joined and there were a couple of people who answered them very patiently. And that kind of leaves a lasting impact on you. Uh, so Kryptorinus is, is one of those guys on on the Discord uh, and also, so I even remember, for example, when I minted pack drop three, yeah, that I think one of the transactions had gone through, but the front end uh, the, on the website, it did not uh, confirm that for me. So I messaged CL uh, at that point. I messaged, I think, in the general chat and then CL uh, DM to me or something of that sort where he asked me um, to send him a transaction link, and uh, which I did. He told me it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, so you know that kind of support because it was quite real time the mint was happening at that time and he answered very quickly and Dave also by the way answered very quickly Uh, so Mm -hmm. those kind of things really stuck with me I could tell that this is you know a community of people who really care about the project and they are welcoming to newcomers and so on so uh, people answered my questions and such and then obviously you know when you see such a I would say once again, ardent community, community of people who are so passionate. I think that instills in you, uh, you know, a curiosity to find out more about the project. I mean, you know, you 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 kind of feel that there has to be something more to this project, uh, if so many people are so committed to it, right? So th- they must be doing something right, and um, yeah. that's when I I I kind of uh, went back and looked into, for example, the Echelon documents, the white paper at that time, um, and also researched the cards a bit more just to understand what's happening, what the game is gonna be like, what, what do cards actually represent? Because a lot of times, or maybe it was just me, but the fact that, you know, so for example, you have special editions, you have first editions, you have perfect loops, uh, you know, these alone, and not not to mention, you know, the commons, uncommons, and, and rares and legendaries, these can be quite confusing uh, at, the, at the start. Uh, and then, you know, you also have to segment them into factions, so whether they're Marcolians or Shroud and and so on. So having all of that information and understanding, it takes, uh, takes some time. And then also the fact that, you know, there's Prime involved, Uh, There's caching, you know, uh, that came at a later stage. So those kind of things, you know, assets uh, within the ecosystem. So, for example, a prime key or a core and catalyst drives. So understanding their functions and their places in the ecosystem does take time. But because, like I said, because the community was so, so passionate and so strong that I was quite motivated to to dig into it and understand it. Because, like I said, it it kind of tells you that there's something more to the project if so many people are so committed to it. and I'm glad that I did because that turned out to be a, a, a great a fun exercise, and also uh, then I got to be, uh, you know, in the role of helping other people as well. So uh, once I was was able to understand how the ecosystem works uh, to the best of my ability, at least, and uh, how the how the card game and, and the NFTs and you know general uh, ecosystem works, I was I was able to obviously help other people like myself who came in new, and um, then. Obviously, spending more time on the Discord uh, made me many friends, and I'm, I'm very, very thankful mm-hmm. to all of them for supporting, and they still do, and, and it's it's been fantastic. I would also like to add here that you know, maintaining such a community, firstly, obviously, you have to foster it a little bit, but after that, sure. the maintaining part is very, very difficult, right? Uh, yeah. And yeah. people, Yeah, people just leave or you know why would they be why would they stay interested so within the community within every community there are a couple of people who have to be pillars you know uh, uh, without them i obviously i won't say that you know the the community would 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 uh, would uh, disintegrate or something of that sort because you know everybody uh, has you know um, everybody is kind of replaceable i would say but mm-hmm. there, there are people. There are a couple of people within the community who act as pillars. So in this situation, I would say CL is is a major pillar of the community uh, because he does re- rally people around him. He does do that very well, and yep. he's he's managed to keep the community very tight. Um, be the wardens who are some of the best mods that I've at least ever seen. They they really they are very qualified and they're great people on their own as well, and they're great mods. You know, great wardens. And, and these are people who, who understand the ecosystem, who understand, you know, games and gaming, and they're very active. Uh, it's very, very hard. Very, very hard. You cannot hire such people. You cannot, uh, you know, you cannot, uh, these, these, the kind of people that these are, you cannot, I don't think you can just hire them. At least, you know, uh, as many as there are uh, in the Discord. Um, sure these are people that you just find you're lucky enough to find and then you you are good enough to keep them so i think cl has done a great job of of managing the community in that sense and, and putting it together um and 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 you know helping retain it because you know every time so for example one example of that is when cl for example joins the uh, the breakfast club you know that's when it's the most active right um, or when he's chatting in the in the channels, so for example, you know, in in general or econ or whatever, people you know, people are really paying attention. So he's he's really managed to cultivate that uh, you know engagement factor. So I was I was happy to come into that. I was uh, like I said, I feel like I was lucky to 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 be at a time when there were so many great people around and not a lot of noise, so to speak. Um, and and that really I enjoyed that. And I and I I think that it was an it was definitely an opportunity that uh, I, I cherish.
0: Yeah, you mentioned CL, and I uh, just you know you go back to this. He was the first guest on our show, and he is the glue guy. That's what I like to say. Yeah, every yeah. community needs a glue guy, and yeah. uh, without CL, I don't know um, if the. The community would be as uh, as great as what they've built um and that's clear you know obviously it's obvious why parallel hired him um because he is such a a man of the people a supporter of the community and um a caretaker uh really
1: hundred percent hundred percent no he's he's much loved and you know it's rightfully so i mean uh like I said on so many occasions um I, you know, I I told him that, you know, if you were not this active, and if you were kind of like, like you said, I think you're very right when you say he's the glue guy, that, you know, uh, this discord would be a lot less active as well. So, so definitely, uh, you know, hats off to him. Really, really, I think he's uh, the community is, he's an asset to the community. For sure. Well,
0: you're part of Echelon. Are you liking it so far? Do you have any alpha you can share with the listeners that they can hold on to?
1: <laughs> I think, uh, so. firstly, I'll just say alpha. I don't think I can share any alpha, to be fair. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. But, Good. but That was I a think... test. That was a test. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Uh, I don't think I can share any alpha, but hopefully by the time this comes out that, you know, uh, people will have seen or learned more about colony, Latin, and other things yep. that, that are in the works. Um, as to how I am liking it, I think it's 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 an amazingly fun job, and by fun I mean because, uh, you know, anytime I think that you work, uh, in something or on something that you, uh, like, uh, and are passionate about, it is definitely fun. So for me personally and I think everybody else also is that because we're so passionate about the project, about parallel, the ecosystem, everything, all of it, you know, working at Echelon is less about work. And I think it's more about just trying to make things happen that, you know, you, you always wanted to make happen. Um, even as part of the community, you know, uh, before the elections, you know, um, because you're, like I said, because you're so active, because you're paying so much attention, because you're really, really, you know, you want this to succeed that, you know, and you want people to people to acknowledge it for what it is, because it is amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, even if uh, even if uh, so, the, the, the fact is that, you know, a lot of people and it's understandably so because it's been about two years, people may not be paying as much attention to parallel as, you know, I think I think they should be. Uh, because there's so much coming out and in the game is almost, you know, the, the beta is almost out. We've played the alpha. We know how it is. The alpha was closed, obviously. So, but a lot of people did end up playing it. Um, so all of those things combined are going to be mind blowing. And also the fact that, you know, parallel and the team have stuck around for more than I say two years, I think, um, and they've been building this thing, and they're they almost ready to deliver on the, on 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 some of the biggest things, and and these are the some of the biggest developments in the space. Uh, you know, this game, the quality of the game, it's 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 amazing, and uh, I personally have not seen uh, something uh, comparable. And, and by that, I do not mean something comparable in in visuals only, even though the art uh, at Parallel. Uh, is once again unparalleled. It's amazing the the way the art has been done. It's 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 absolutely amazing the attention to detail. I mean, if if you showed uh, uncommon and common cards to somebody who doesn't know, and then you showed them rare and legendary cards, they would not be able to guess the rarity of the cards by looking at the quality of the art. Uh, the the uncommon cards look as good and sometimes even better than the legendary cards right uh, there's no compromise and that's 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 such an amazing thing um all the cards are good cards uh, that's that's why you know the community likes to say we like the cards because you know all of them are really good cards and there's no really uh, there's no card at least you know that i feel that you know you get and you're like man i wish i had something different all these cards are good cards um so I think I think when people acknowledge that uh, you know and, and realize that I think uh, everybody will will definitely uh, feel uh, a lot more accomplished in that sense.
0: So that's a great segue. What is your favorite card in game and why and what is your favorite card from an art perspective and why?
1: Right. So in game I have two favorite cards. Actually I have a lot of cards that I like because when we played Alpha you know, that's when we really got to know what cards do, and that's when you realize, oh, I like this card a lot. Uh, but I do like Annihilate. It's uh, one of my favorite cards, and it turned out that it was a great card in the game as well, luckily. Um, so that is good. I also like the Lancer Tank from Marcolians. I think that is an amazing card, and uh, from a from an art perspective and a function perspective. Um, from an art perspective solely, I would say that I love all the I really enjoy all the Marcolian cards I prefer so I, I personally prefer the 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 PS15 style of art which was mm. simplistic and you know it has this a uh, bit of an, a bit of a classic feel to it so for example the neutron bomb or for example the orbital strike or the artillery strike um, I think all of those, all of those cards have a classic feel to them, and they're quite nice. So, I, from an art perspective, I think I, I, I would say the PS15 cards are my favorite.
0: In the game, um, is annihilates one of your tip tops because it's been an avatar for you that you've used in the past.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I try to keep hold on to it. I try not to bank it. I try to, you know, mm-hmm. use it uh, uh, as, uh, as, uh, as. Uh, Let's say smartly as I can, as resourcefully as I can. So yeah, it's I definitely love to have, an I actually I have uh, I have an SE, autographed annihilate as well. So <laughs> very nice. <laughs> yep, yep. One of six.
0: One of six. That's right. That looks rare.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh well, Nan, this has been really fun and really informative too. Uh, I've actually learned a lot in the last uh, half hour or so. But we, we close out every show with one question, which is what about Parallel gets you the most excited this year? I think,
1: yeah, I think I think all of it coming together is what gets me most excited because this is the year I think that we start, at least we start seeing the, the dots connect. And I think a lot of people are going to see how the dots connect this year. And I'm most excited to see how how that looks like and how people, uh, people uh, receive it because I think it's going to be big.
0: I love it. Well, Ned, thank you so much for your time. I know you're very busy. Uh, I spend a lot of time with you as well. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. No, I, no, uh,
1: it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. And I know that you're also very busy. So uh, I think, uh, it, it's honestly, I've, I've really enjoyed it. And it's been a, a good uh, de-stressing you know, break to talk about things that we, we enjoy. So thank you for the opportunity
0: absolutely we should have more cathartic experiences right
1: <laughs> we should we should absolutely
0: well uh thank you guys for listening to another episode of the primetime pod and we will catch you next time have a great weekend